it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What is up, everybody? Welcome into this Wednesday episode of Flippin' Best, where we got a great guest and a good friend of mine, Nikki Lopez of the Atlanta Braves. Going to talk to Nikki all about being traded midseason from the Royals to the Atlanta Braves, and now to be in the midst of this playoff push and popping bottles for the first time in his career. And of course, the historic game he played in the first start with the Atlanta Braves. He pitched, he hit, and Brian Snicker rewarded him. And Brian Snicker likes giving out gifts when somebody helps him out. And uh, talk to him all about Ron Washington, who I'm a big fan of and great with his infielders. And now Nikki, as an elite defender in the game, gets to work with Ron Washington every single day. And uh, just some great stories told here, some really good conversations about baseball as a whole. And uh, Nikki's a really, really good dude. So I'm excited for everybody to hear this one. Without further ado, let's welcome in now infielder for the Atlanta Braves, Nikki Lopez. Five ball, onto the track, at the wall, it's gone! Home run! Turns on a ball, deep right field, and gone! What a game, what a moment. All right, and I'm pumped to be joined now by my good friend, Nikki Lopez, infielder for the Atlanta Braves. Nikki, pumped to have you, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate you, man. It's always always fun getting on here. It is. Always fun, man. And I, I want to talk about this season first for you as a whole. What a wild season for you, uh, starting in Kansas City, where you've spent your entire career. And then the trade deadline gets here, and you're traded uh, right at the deadline to the Atlanta Braves. What was going through your head that day? Were you expecting it all to be traded or was it a shock? It was one of those things that like, so each year, um, I guess like once I reached arbitration uh, or the year before arbitration, but once I kind of got an arbitration, um, you kind of heard the the talks, like your name swirling around every trade deadline. You know, this was my fifth trade deadline. So I was like, you know, maybe this year's the year. Um, you know, I wasn't playing too, mu- too much. Um, I was in a, you know, a utility role with the, with the Royals. And um, so I kind of had a feeling maybe this year was the year because just the direction of where the team is going with, you know, the Royals, obviously a rebuild playing the, you know, a lot of the young guys, um, which I I understood. So it was one of those things where I was, I could catch myself maybe being a utility player for, for a winning, a winning team, you know, a team that needs one right now. And um, so this year was a little bit of a different uh, feel to it. Um, So I kind of thought maybe, Maybe this might be the year. What I mean, what are your thoughts going through your head when you're with the Royals? You don't know where you're going to be traded or if you're going to be traded. And then all of a sudden it's to the Atlanta Braves in the midst of a historically good season. And I know you're extremely appreciative of the Royals and giving you a chance in all of your time there. But it, it hasn't been a great year for the Royals this year for a couple of years. And now to midseason be traded to the best team in baseball. How pumped up were you? Yeah, it was, uh, so if, when it first happened, um, you know, just knowing that this could be the year that I got traded, um, obviously, you know, you create a ton of relationships, you know, uh, you create a ton of relationships with the guys. Um, you know, I've been there for, since 2016, 
Um, so I owe, I owe a lot to them and, you know, they, they allowed me to live out my dream in 2019. Um, but it was one of those things that was, you know, obviously given where they're going and where, you know, then I get traded. And when I heard the Atlanta Braves, it was, I, I got pumped and yeah. it was uh, one of those things. It was, you know, I, I couldn't, couldn't really look back anymore. Um, you know, those guys over there know that, you know, I, I care about them deeply, but yeah. it was one of those things. It's like, I gotta, I gotta go to this ball club. I gotta, um, give whatever I can, you know, whether it's, you know, a pinch running situation, you know, late, late inning, um, you know, defensive situation, whether it's giving some guys off days, um, you know, I gotta give them my best and, uh, you know, kind of try to fit right in and cause they're, they're, uh, they're unbelievable. It's been almost, it's been almost two months since you've been there. You've been there for a couple months now. And I mean, just as a whole, how awesome has, has this experience been? I mean, you were there when playoffs were clinched, division was clinched now on the cusp of playoffs. Just how would you summarize so far your time in Atlanta? It's, it's been, I, I can't even put into words. It's been unbelievable. You know, they, they greeted me with open arms, um, you know, starting from the front office, um, to then down, you know, the coaches to the players, they, they all took me in, um, treated me like family right from the start, treated, you know, my fiance, Sydney, like family, you know, they do an unbelievable job here, uh, you know, taking care of the families. Um, and it was, it's, it's been, it's been surreal. I've learned so much already being here the first two months than I, than I have, you know, and it's, it's, uh, you know, being able to work with Ron Washington every single day, um, has been, has been a treat, uh, just picking his brain, you know, he's got so much knowledge of the game. Uh, he's been around for a really long time. So just picking his brain. And then also, you know, all of our coaches have played too. So, you know, they've, they've seen it all, you know, Walt Weiss and, and Snit and, uh, sites and just kind of, you can go down the line, Eddie Perez, uh, Sal Fasano, like the, we, we got, we got so many guys who have been there, who've played, who've won world series. Um, and then, you know, coming here and I'm obviously not playing as much, but just kind of, you know, filling in when, when needed, but, you know, going down in the cages and watching Acuna hit and watching, you know, Olsen hit and Riley, the way they go about their business. Um, there's just so much knowledge to, to pick up from. So it's been, uh, it's been unbelievable. When you're watching those guys hit, who has the most pop between those three, just raw pop Acuna, Olsen, Austin, Riley, who are you taking? Raw pop. Um, it's it's crazy because I, I I think I think Maddie might Maddie O yeah. just when he, when he hits a majestic home run it's it's like it's like wow <laughs> it's, it's just so smooth you know the lefty swing and it's just uh, but the stuff that you know obviously Austin uh, is having an unbelievable season but the stuff that you know Acuna does um, you know when we were at Dodger Stadium and he hit a ball I think it was like one twenty one yeah 15 it was at that or, game. Yeah, and at 18 or 15, and it went out in center field. I'm like, I've never seen that before. So the stuff that he does is just is incredible. There's a lot of really, really good players on that team everywhere you look. And I feel like from the outside and, you know, knowing a couple of them, but just from experiencing the team and seeing them, there's so many good personalities on that team. And now you're on the inside. Who are some of the guys that you were not expecting to walk in that locker room, but they're just like, lighten up the locker room. They're hysterical. Love being around. Keep the locker room loose. Uh, oof. uh, love, love me some Charlie Morton. Charlie's awesome. <laughs> uh, everyone, everyone loves Charlie. Um, Charlie keeps it super light. Um, you know, he's just, you know, that, that fa- like father figure around that everyone like kind of looks <laughs> up to. 
Um, uh, Orlando Arcia keeps it really light. Him and Charlie go back and forth, which is awesome. Um, but like you said, it's just a it's a giant family here. That's that's one thing that I did pick up on. Everyone's yeah. rooting for each other. Um, you know, you you've you've been in clubhouses where maybe you know the the you know the Latin players hang with the Latin players yeah. and the Americans the Americans, and it's just just the way that the game is. And we all we all hang together. We all go to dinner together. Um, wow, that's and that's. Cool. That's the one thing that I've noticed, like right from the start, is that everyone's rooting for each other. Everyone's pushing in the right direction. All it takes is, you know, all it takes is one player to go the wrong direction. It can derail the whole the whole team. And, you know, we're all pushing in the right direction, which is which is something special. Yeah, I think probably I think there's a lot of people that probably wouldn't understand that. And I just think it's natural in a clubhouse as you walk in and. Uh, you know, half the locker room, you know, you got half those guys, half the Latin guys on one side and the Americans on the other side and you know, all love and respect each other. But it's it's not often you find a locker room where they're all like really close and going out to dinner together and all hanging out together. And uh, that's that's really cool for sure. But Nikki, your first start with the Atlanta Braves, I mean, historically good uh, four hits, five RBIs, a three run homer in the top of the ninth and you pitched a scoreless bottom of the ninth first player ever to do that. What was going through your head after that game ended? So I just, I mean, you know, they, they told me the, the night before, like, Hey, you're going to play shortstop in the first game of the double header. And I was like, Oh, awesome. Like I, you know, finally get to play, finally get to start. Yeah. I think prior to that, I've been up for like two weeks, but all I had was a pinch run. Um, so I was like, Oh, sweet. Like, I get, to, I get to play. And then, you know, the first at bat, I got a, you know, double and I was like, Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. And then the second at bat, I got a single and I'm like, okay. And it kind of <laughs> was just unfolding. And I was like, I, I've, you know, it was kind of unfolding. And then it was just like, okay, then I got another hit and then I got the home run. Um, even though it was off a position player, it still all counts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but then, and then, you know, to save the bullpen, you know, they're, they're asking like, has, has anyone <laughs> Like I actually have pitched. So then I, I found myself on the mound in the nine and I'm like, wow, this is, I didn't know any of like the records or anything like that, but I was like, man, this is, this is a hell of a first game. <laughs> I mean, it was remarkable. And then the game ends and uh, Nikki and I, we're all in a group chat together with some close friends and you get back in the locker room and just immediately you're like, what? I just blacked out. That was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. It was one of those things that was just kind of, everything was clicking. I was just flying around. And then afterwards I, then I finally got to take a deep breath and was like, wow, that was cool. If you had to choose right now, uh, one two way player to start a team with, are you taking yourself or Shohei Otani? You know, that's a tough, that's a really tough one. Yeah. Um, you know, Shohei's good and all, but like, you know, I don't know. I, I think I put, I put together a pretty good resume. Um, I, I mean, how many outs has he gotten in the ninth inning this year? You know, I feel right, like exactly. you've gotten some big outs in the ninth inning. I might have to be in those, you know, whatever he's getting in free agency, I might have to be kind of close. <laughs> <to> <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Get Nikki the same contract to show. Hey, uh, I, Snicker made a comment before about him getting you like a gift every time you pitch. Is this true? What, what is this about? So, yeah, he's he's unbelievable, by the way. You know, we have a lot of Kansas City ties. Um, you know, he he knows a lot of people I know with, you know, Ned Yost and, and stuff like that. So, you know, coming here was kind of a um, seamless transition. Like it was it was very easy. And but he's he's been unbelievable. And so uh, after I pitched, um, he came up to me. and was like, what do you you know, 
what do you drink? And I was like, you know, I, I like tequila and I like, you know, wine and, you know, I've gotten, I've gotten into tequila and cause he was like, I, I get gifts for people who help me out. Um, and he doesn't, he doesn't usually like throwing position players and, um, but if it, it can help out our bullpen, if it could, if it could save a bullpen, you know, that's, that's something that I'm willing to do. So he, uh, he got me a, a, bottle, a nice bottle of tequila and then, uh, you know, a nice bottle of wine the second time. So, I mean, that's actually He's, really cool for him uh, to say, like, I like getting gifts for people that help me out. Like that's a is. manager understanding how to take care of his players. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And it's, it's easy. So when I, when, you know, you see a manager care about a player that way, it's easy to, it's easy to play for, for a manager like that. So. Yeah. Nicky, since you've come up to the big leagues, really, you've been one of the best defenders in the game of baseball. If you look at metrics, if I use my own eyes, uh, maybe I'm a little biased, but I feel like you're one of the best defenders in the game. And it's a huge part of, I think, why you're in Atlanta and why they wanted you there and uh, why you have a lot of success in this league. But what would you say separates elite defenders in the game from from the rest of the field? Yeah, I mean, so I, I've always, even going back to Creighton, I've always, you know, hung my hat on on defense, you know, um, working with Ed Service. Um, but I think just kind of, reading swings, um, being able to read swings. I've gotten, I've gotten pretty good at that the past, you know, two to three years, um, just kind of reading swings where, you know, anticipating where the ball is going to be hit before it even happens. And then obviously, you know, your path to the ball, not, you know, not playing it into another hop going and getting the hop, you know, actually Ron, uh, is big on angles. Um, you know, almost like a, a V you want to go that way or that way. You never want to go back. Um, unless have to so kind of just you know understanding angles not not you know it's not geometry but it, it kind of you know you kind of need to understand angles to be a good uh a good infielder um mm-hmm. you got to have good feet you know got to have a good momentum going to the target um but it's one of those things that what has really really helped me and i know a lot of the elite defenders is you know reading swings knowing what pitch is coming being able to look in, you know, whether the catcher's putting down signs or if it's on the pitch com, knowing what's coming and kind of just anticipating that, oh, this batter might get around this ball or if it's a sinker in, he, it, the ball might be coming my way. So I have to kind of go to the right a little bit and um, kind of all that goes in. So yeah. if you're not if you're not thinking about that stuff, um, I think you're selling yourself short and I don't think you can reach your potential. I know you've mentioned him a couple of times, but from my, I mean, I'm rocking his shirt. I love Ron I Washington. I feel like Ron Washington is one of the best guys, one of the biggest baseball guys around and has so much fun doing it. And uh, I hear so much about his routine and everything he puts his infielders through. How awesome has it been getting to work with Ron Washington? It's been, it's been unbelievable. Cause obviously, you know, it has really helped being in the big leagues for, you know, five years before coming here. Um, you know, obviously playing against, you know, Matty O and, and Austin and, and, you know, Acuna and all the, all them, but, you know, Ozzy and just playing against them, but coming here and just knowing about Ron and just then being able to work with him. Um, he doesn't allow us to take a day off. And he said, if you're, if you don't, if you're not out here doing your, your, we call it wash drills, if you're not doing your wash drills or if you're not out on the field um, doing, doing work on, you know, when you're not, you're not playing, obviously a day off here and there of taking ground balls, but if you're not out here doing wash drills every single day, He's like, you better have a pretty damn good excuse of why you're not doing it. And so <laughs> holds us accountable, but it's it's crazy, you know, how 
how old he is, how, how long he's been in the game and to be able to have the energy that he has coming out every single day and, and doing these drills with us, it, it could have been, you know, obviously the, uh, August and in Georgia is hot and he's out there every single day doing it with his fungo. And, um, I also never seen someone with a fun, uh, use a fungo the way that he does too. Well, so how? He's, what does he do? Well, just being able to put a ball wherever he wants, yeah. um, with the fungo is, is insane. And he always makes the joke. He goes, there's not one, <laughs> there's not one damn, uh, coach out here that has their signature on a fungo. Like I do. <laughs> so, he always shows us a fungo every, every time he makes like a good, has a good hit. And he's like, show us, shows us his name on his fungo. Um, <laughs> that guy has so much energy, man. It's, it's fun. We're trying to get him an Oreo deal. Um, the guy <laughs> loves Oreo. I'm, try, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably telling some secrets here, but he loves Oreos. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we're trying to get Wash Oreo deal. So if you can help him with that, that would be great. Uh, like as we head into the playoffs, you just see Ron Washington in an Oreo commercial, and then you see him. That'd be incredible. Uh, yeah. All right. We need to make that happen. Ron Washington Oreo deal. Uh, is he? A, I, I feel like from just seeing him from you know, I remember him with the Rangers and being the manager there throughout the playoffs and how excited he get would get around the game. And now like watching him dance around in the dugout. It almost feels like Ron Washington is like one of the guys just like in an older man's body. Exactly. That's exactly it. He's always dancing around. He spends, you know, from, from before the game, you know, during the get to, till during the game, uh, he's, he's around us the whole time. He's not, he's not in the locker room. He's not just, you know, sitting in front of his locker. He's down on the field where we all come out and we sit around, sit around him. You know, if someone's doing the a wash drill, like we're all, sitting around watching, uh, watching him, And, um, he is one of the guys and his relationship with Ozzy Albies is something pretty special. Um, just being here for the short time, watching them interact. Uh, he loves, he loves himself some Ozzy and it's, it's pretty cool to see them interact, uh, with each other. And, um, but like I said, it just goes back to how, how close of a family we all are. It, it, it does seem like, uh, you know, hearing you say he doesn't really accept, you better have a good excuse if you're not doing him. I mean, as you know, the entire Atlanta Braves infield was at the all-star game and uh, <laughs> he, they, the guys were like out there on the field doing them then. Like it, it almost feels like he has found a way to not make it feel like work and to just make it feel like, oh, well, there's a baseball game to be played. I need to do this to get ready. And then you look around right. and the whole Braves infield is really talented defensively. It feels like they've all bought into to what he's doing. And I guess I, I've seen it a few times. It, does it start with like on the knee and the small glove? Is, is that all part of the wash drills? Yeah. So it goes, yeah, knee and then with the small glove and then he hits it with a fungo and then it's like a small, well, he rolls a small baseball and then he hits it with the fungo and then you go on with a paddle and then your regular glove and backhand forehand. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a whole process. And he, he, uh, after my first time doing it, he was like, how many ground balls do you think you got? And I was like, probably like 50, maybe 55. And he was like, no, you got 97. Oh my God. I was like, geez, he has it down to a T. So does he, does he know that that's how, like, is it always 97 or was he counting your, your balls every time all the way up to 97? Oh, he, he, he know like that. That's his like thing. Uh, It's either 97 or 98. I forgot, but it's, it's that every single time. And, the only time that we would either go over is if he, uh, with his fungo hits like a line drive and we catch it instead <laughs> of being a short hop. When we catch it, he gets pretty fired up about that. <laughs> 
we are we're just a couple days away from the playoffs. The Braves six consecutive division titles, uh, absolutely rolling. Ben, you know, after the first month of the season, pretty much been the best team in baseball all year long. With with this team and and in the locker room, what is the talks and, and what is the goal? Is it to win the World Series? Is it a series by series approach? Like what is what did Snitker talk to the team about that night? You guys accomplished the goal of winning the division. Yeah, it was. I mean, he just told us, and I think there's a video out there. He just told us this is just a small step and of where we want to go. Um, we can't lose sight of our our end goal and that's the world series um and obviously this is my first time you know getting into the playoffs popping bottles whatever it is but uh, you know this is one of those things that they they've stressed right when we got here is like this is not we're not just trying to you know we're not just trying to win the east you know we're not just trying to you know get into the playoffs we're trying to we're trying to do everything. Um, we're trying to, you know, obviously clinch home field advantage. We're trying to, you know, get to the the CS and and then get to the World Series and then win the World Series. Like we're that's what we're trying to do, and that's the end goal. And they they've kind of instilled in our in our heads that you know if you if we are trying to settle for anything less than that, um, we're selling ourselves short. So yeah, um, the direction of this team is is pretty remarkable. Nikki, how was that first experience popping bottles? Win the division, popping bottles, off day the next day. I mean, it had to be rowdy. It was it was awesome. Um, it was awesome. Um, obviously with the end goal, like in mind still, just like of winning the World Series, it was, it was, it was under control, obviously. But um the be- the the funny thing that I was I was told was that, you know, don't put your goggles on. You want to be able to feel the first, like the burn of like, <laughs> your first uh pop bottle so i i was just wearing um champagne <laughs> but it was it was awesome just kind of being able to go to the locker room um you know celebrate with the team um kind of had a, a whole thing of you know we got to celebrate we got to you know all hang out you know play music obviously and i've only been here for for a half a year but it's it was uh if it, it felt like i was here for the, the whole year like it was it was that's that cool. cool and that's cool and um yeah, I was. Let's. I. I want to do it again. That's. That's. It's kind of like one of those feelings that it's like. All right. When's the next time we could do that? That's really cool, Nikki. Appreciate you coming on, man. This has been a lot of fun. Good luck the rest of the way, and uh, maybe in a couple of weeks we'll see you in the playoffs. Oh no doubt, dude. Always good to see you. Let's you play too, COD buddy. soon. Let's play COD soon. All right, buddy. See ya. All right. Thanks again to Nikki Lopez for joining me. A great conversation with a really, really good guy. And I agree. We should get Nikki a contract similar to Shohei Otani for what they both do as two-way players, as elite two-way players in the game of baseball, for sure. Uh, But I hope you all enjoyed this one. Nikki's about to get underway with the Braves and the playoffs here in just a couple days. And to go from the Royals to the Braves and and this season is quite the turnaround for him. And I'm really, really uh, pumped that he's in the position he is right now. So I hope you all enjoyed it. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Hit that follow subscribe button. And we're also on all social media, including YouTube, where you can watch every single thing we do at Flippin' Bats Pod for all the social media. But that does it for this Wednesday episode. We will be back tomorrow with our live Thursday episode. Until then, my friends, peace. Peace.